Welcome to the Slay the Giant podcast. Hey, Slay family, are you ready to slay your giant, conquer your fears, and pivot into your future? The time is now for you to be all God has created you to be. It will take intentionality, reflection, and movement. Are you ready to do the work to win? My guests and I are ready to speak life and purpose into you. Well, let's get to it, Giant Slayers. Um, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, that's that's very important. I just kind of want to backtrack a little bit. Sure. And I want you, if you can, share with us a little bit of your journey of how you decided to start this late, the single ladies coaching. Like, what led you to this ministry? Um, and um, share with those who are listening, um, even how they can continue the journey with you. Sure, sure. You know, it's interesting. It did come from a place of my journey of like self-love. And so after different failed relationships, I felt I needed to stop dating and just basically date myself and really figure out why was I choosing um, the certain men that I was choosing. And um so yeah, that's that's really came from it came from that place. And on my healing journey, I really discovered that I felt embarrassed about being single. I was not content whenever I was single. And so I needed, I really wanted to explore that more. And you know, God revealed so much to me during that time, and he still continues to. And it's just um I, I needed to get to a place of where I could be content. And then when I felt like I was at a better place, I really felt nudged to like share my story with people. And um, going through that, of course, was a, a lot of different hesitations and resistance and, you know, fears that were coming up. But I really felt that there were also other women out there who probably didn't feel as content in their single season either. And I really wanted to help people, help women specifically with getting to a better space. And it is the core of it is self-love. Um, so, yeah, thank you for asking that. Yeah, I think that's very important to know how you've come to this. And I, I, I think you're right. Like there are um, I just recently did a singles conference. And I think one of the challenges is, you know, the desire you have the desire to be to be married but at what point does marriage become an idol at what point does your idea of wanting to be with someone take over your entire world to the point where you're not enjoying your current moment so infatuated on finding the one you yeah. know without focusing on being the one that God has called you to be and walking into your own purpose and the the plan that God has for you. You know, I have learned that when you walk in purpose, that's when things start to align itself with you. When you seek first the kingdom of God, all those other things will be added to you. And, you know, I've heard it. It's often like, you know, being single is often like it is given. They often use the example of like being in a race. So you're running, you're not at a standstill position you're running and the person who comes alongside you and is running with you 
that is your partner. That is your, you know, it has to be where you're doing your purpose. This purpose, this person now comes in and they are working with you to fulfill your purpose. I wrote a book called Surrender. And in that book, a little shameless plug, um, within that book, we I talk about um, that God has created marriage for the purpose of, for purpose. So yeah. when you do come together with someone, there should be some joint purpose, some joint um, task that that is required of the two of you that had you been separated, it would not have happened. Now yeah. that you've come together, there is a, an assignment, there is a task, there is something that God wants to do in and through the two of you that could not have happened otherwise. It is a kingdom um, covenant. It is an agreement between two people um, that um, God brings together and it's submitted to the purposes of God. And so, you know, when, when looking, when praying, ask the Lord, Lord, I pray for a purpose partner, someone who aligns with the things that you've put in my heart to do, someone who's running this race at the same pace so that we can continue to operate in, in the way that you've called us to operate in. And so all of what we said, I think is just so valuable and so important. Um, and, and just, you know, thinking about um, encouraging singles along this journey, I think it's important for us to remember that God has not forgotten singles, that yeah. God loves singles. Um, you know, sometimes you may feel like, oh my God, I'm left out. Maybe, you know, you see people, they're dating or, you know, whatever, they're married or have families and but know that God is not forgotten you. He knows you by name. He knows you by identity. He knows everything about us. And um, there is a plan for your life and it's to prosper you and to give you a hope and a future and an expected end. Um, Latoya, I don't know if you have anything you would like to share, um, but um, I know we've shared a lot and I, I pray that those who are listening are encouraged, are blessed, have a renewed hope um, to know that with God, all things are possible. I tell people every day that there's no lack in the kingdom of God. There's no scarcity in the kingdom of God. And as much as, you know, you hear all of the statistics, you see all of these different videos and everyone has their different advice. At the end of the day, God has what I need already taken care of. And yes. You know, it doesn't matter what the statistic is. I'll, you only need one. <laughs> you, you, you know, they may say, well, you know, it's, I think someone told me not too long ago and it could, I could be misquoted. It's, it's 17 to one. I only need one. <laughs> so no matter what the statistic says, right. we know that God is able to provide it. And Latoya, I don't know about you, but I see weddings happening every day yes yes every day yeah so as long as weddings are continuing keep your faith <laughs> hold out for sure um because i know that god is able to provide and um like i said there's no scarcity so you don't have to feel like you have to rush or settle right like i think that's huge go ahead yeah, I want to touch on that. Um, I had that in my notes when you mentioned about the scarcity and it makes me think about limiting beliefs, right? Um, and 
that is, I'm, and just like what you're saying, no matter what is said out there, we cannot fall into um, not having faith and not having belief in what God is up to. Those, I, I, I'm, I'm, I almost want to say, and I don't want to sound um, arrogant, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm just going to say it. Those rules don't apply to us. Yes. If those rules don't apply to us. We're the exception. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. We know who our Heavenly Father is. That's right. And exactly what you're saying. God has designed marriage. It is a ministry. We are called. There is a bigger purpose when we get together with our, pur our purpose partner. And it is about kingdom. And it is covenant. Those rules do not apply to us. They just don't. And it's just like, and you know what? It, it can be what, what's coming up also is like, this is our confidence. You know, we have confidence in God. We don't have confidence in man or statistics. And especially, I want to also say for the women who are over 35, because I know there's a lot of talk about women who are over 30. I'm over 35 and I still, I have so much confidence in my father. And we have to hold on to that. We have to hold on to God's promises and Ephesians 3:20 is coming up for me because I still believe God is going to exceed our expectations. He is. I absolutely believe that. Absolutely. And I'm in agreement with you. And that 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 word says God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. And there are no limitations in God. People get married over 35. People get married in in their 50s. I saw a wedding today where someone who was over 50 got. Listen, God is able, and um, as long as you believe in faith. But again, I want to highlight that we can't make it an idol, right? So yeah. we honor the Lord. We serve the Lord. We thank Him in advance for what He's going to do. But we live our life in a way that says, Lord, whatever you want to do, we allow you to do it because I'm going to be content whatever you decide, yeah. right? And I think that's the challenging part is I saying- there. Yes. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I had to get there. I had to get to a point where I needed to, I had to be so content in my single season. I had to say, God, even if it doesn't happen for me, I'm still going to praise you. I'm still so thankful for everything that you have done because I used to idolize marriage and I had to get to that place. I really do. And I know that's not easy to get to. I know that's not easy to get to. Um, but it's, we, we work on it and every day is not an easy day. Let me, <laughs> let me um, also say that every day I'm not always like, God, if it doesn't happen for me, I'm going to still praise you. Like, no, there's some days I'm frustrated. Um, but I just, yeah, we, we work on this every single day and just holding on again, holding on to God's promises for us. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the scriptures that came to mind and I want to share with everyone, it is Romans 4, verse 17. It says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, referring to Abraham, right? Mm -hmm. Before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the death. So he was dead, <laughs> not not in the natural but you know go use your imagination people and call it those things which be not as though they were who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall be so shall thy seed be and not being weak in the faith he considered not his own body dead when he was about a hundred years old neither yet the deadness of sarah's womb 
he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And so we don't go by what we see. We trust God. And I, I love what you said. You had to get to a point where you said, Lord, if this doesn't happen, I'll still serve you. If I'm going to honor you with it, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to live for you. It doesn't change my position um, on who you are in my life and how much I love you. And I want to serve you, God, whatever you want to do in this season, I'm, I'm open to it. And I think that's where we all have to be. Um, is God, I'm open to you. I'm open to your will. I'm open to your plan. I'm open to your purpose. And, you know, I even feel that for those who are, you know, may have been married at one point and you're like, you know, I, you know, they, they may have the desire to be married, but maybe because of the fear of what came or, you know, during the marriage and the things that came up that they didn't expect or what have you, maybe there is a little anxiety, but put your hope in God. Put yeah. your trust in God because he's able, he's faithful to um, bring restoration to you, to heal you of yeah. that past hurt so that you can now walk into something new. Because that, that right there is the whole word in and of itself is that we got to heal, right? And something we talked about previously before even getting into the podcast was like, how do you even know when it's time to, you know, when you're ready, right? how you know answer that question first how does one know when you're ready to get back out there and start dating again after you know divorce or a breakup what what are some of the signs that you know we should identify yeah um I would say start with thinking so sometimes when people are even thinking about going out there and getting to know people again there are some fears that come up and I would say journaling about that, like what's coming up when, you, when you're thinking about getting to know someone first. Um, and again, going with, um, I hate to use the word dating, but it's sometimes it's just easier to <laughs> explain. Um, we, we should take the expectation off. We really should just be getting to know them, like becoming friends first before we kind of even get to that next step or courtship. Um, so I think, but going back to the question that you asked, Ashley, thinking about some fears that are coming up, because I think there may be, many times there are hesitations. Sometimes people are a little maybe excited to go back out there. And I would encourage them also to think about what's the why what, especially if you notice you feel like a little rushed or a little pressured to go back out there, is it because you're worried about um, your clock ticking or is it because you really desire to be in a relationship? So um, pausing and really thinking about what's what's my reason now? What's, what's um, motivating me to want to go back out there? Um, I think are some things to consider and other signs that I will say maybe that you're not ready is if you still become um, emotional when thinking about your last relationship. So when I say emotional, either not just being um, tearful or crying, even if you get really angry or upset or frustrated, any type of really strong emotions that come up. I think it's a sign that there still needs to be more healing done from the last relationship. 
That's good. That's good. Because sometimes you're, you have triggers, right? Yeah. You're, you're with a new person, but what for whatever reason, because of something that happened in the past, you're triggered and you potentially may take it out on a new person when it's not even their fault, you know? Um, so that's something that we have to be mindful of as well is like you you want to be healed so that when you go in, you go in with a fresh lens, you go in with a whole heart, um, yeah. a new mindset of um, what could potentially happen in this relationship. Um, and then also you got to be prayerful and mindful of, you know, what God wants, uh, you know, because I think some relationships are a blessing and some are a lesson. <laughs> Right. I was just going to say really quick. I often think when I meet someone new or someone is getting um, interested in getting to know me, I often say like, Hmm, I wonder who sent you. Was it God or was it the devil? And I know, (laughs) and I know sometimes um, God will send people and it's not for, it could just be a friendship. It may not be something romantic. So again, being prayerful, using discernment, when even getting to know someone. That's so good. You know, is this the real thing or is this the counterfeit? Because <laughs> sometimes the counterfeit looks very much like the real thing, but you mm-hmm. you use discernment and wisdom and really be prayerful. And again, that community piece is huge because you have people who know you, know your heart, know what you're about, know the call of God on your ministry or your life. Um, put them in a where you know once it gets to a point where you know you are you know maybe in an actual relationship make them aware of what's happening so that they can cover you in prayer and that you can um use discernment in, in making the right decisions with this individual so yes that's a your- whole nother show <laughs> to talk about yes it is like we gotta have you back but um this has been very powerful and i think um, singles have a lot to, you know, hold on to, um, you know, because we singles as a whole need this kind of ministry, need this kind of um, conversations continually, not just a one-time thing. So yeah. that's why we're going to be doing this all month. So I hope to have you back um, yeah. with us so that we can share more um, information. Um, so how do they keep in touch with you, Latoya? How do they find you? Um, can you tell us a little bit about where we can see you more often? Yes, thank you. So I'm on Facebook as Latoya Watson. I'm on Instagram as Single Ladies Coaching. Um, what other platform I, am I on? I'm on LinkedIn also as Latoya Watson. And then I have a free Facebook group called um, Single Ladies Circle. And, um, you know, because again, community is so important and staying encouraged and it is, it is not easy, but do not allow the devil to isolate you or keep you um, not connected with people because when our mind, our mind is such a powerful thing and we have to keep it, um, we just have to keep it covered and around positive people so we can stay encouraged and not fall into feeling discouraged or um, brokenhearted. It's... Um, yeah, not a good place to be in. Thank you for sharing that. And, I, you know, I would encourage everyone to stay in contact with you. And I just feel led to just say a quick prayer 
um, to close out our podcast. Sometimes we do this, um, but I think it's important because we've said a lot and I think it's important for the, the Holy Spirit to process the information even beyond this podcast. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this night. We thank you for this time that we've had to share with people uh, regarding singlehood and singleness and wherever uh, the folks listening find themselves today. God, I pray that you would minister, heal, deliver, set free. I pray that, that you would provide spouses, godly men and women um, who are designed to fulfill a purpose with our lives. And we thank you in advance for what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, listeners. Slay the Giant Podcast. Until next time, um, I pray that you are blessed and that you slay your giants and conquer your fears. Talk to you guys very soon. Thank you for listening to Slay the Giant Podcast. Thank you for being a part of what God is doing. And if you would like to leave a review, please do so on Apple Podcasts. Also, please email us at slaythegiantpodcast at gmail.com. Look forward to talking with you again. See ya.